This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. Welcome to Dissect, long-form musical analysis broken into short, digestible episodes. I'm your host, Cole Kushner. Today, we continue our serialized examination of To Pimp a Butterfly by Kendrick Lamar. We're currently in the midst of the album's fourth act, which we've titled The Butterfly Sheds Light. After an encounter with God at a gas station in South Africa on how much a dollar cost, Kendrick embraced his leadership role and began speaking on issues that directly affect his community. On complexion, Kendrick spoke about negating the complexities of colorism through self-love and positivity. On the black or the berry, he addressed self-hate, frustration, and anxiety in an ambitious think piece on the complexities of modern race relations. Kendrick will continue his communal conversation with a song about self-acceptance on the album's next track, and the subject of today's episode, You Ain't Gotta Lie, Mama Said. You ain't gotta lie to kick in my neck. You ain't gotta lie, you ain't gotta lie. You ain't gotta lie to kick in my neck. You ain't gotta try so hard. You ain't gotta lie to kick in my neck. You ain't gotta lie, you ain't gotta lie. You ain't gotta lie to kick in my neck. You ain't gotta try so hard. You Ain't Gotta Lie, Mama Said is produced by Love Dragon, the code name for the collaboration between Terrace Martin and Joseph Leinberg. While the track features a live band and no credited samples, its theme draws on a lineage of hip-hop songs that speak on those who create false personas to impress the people around them. Here, we run into yet again another reference to Tupac Shakur. His track, Lie to Kick It, released after his death in 1997, speaks both on women who trap men with sex for financial gain, as well as men who lie and fabricate to impress their friends. And what you see is what you get, that's what he told me. I peeped it in his post, exposed the fucking phony. I'm getting riches, so they claim to be my homie with them bitches. They be speaking down, no man. Hey, it's getting past. They gunning niggas down because they plastic. Speak on the cheek and get that ass kicked. It's up the side of casket. Ripping this shit like it's my motherfucking last hit. Yeah, I'm to 
nigga screaming, fuck that bitch. You ain't got to lie to kick it to the tricks and the bitches. Out to get a nigga's riches. You ain't got to lie to kick it to the tricks and the bitches. Out to get a nigga's riches. You ain't got to lie to kick it to the tricks and the bitches. In West Coast legend Ice Cube's 2000 track, You Ain't Gotta Lie to Kick It, Comedian Chris Rock plays a fabricating friend that Ice Cube assures does not have to lie to be accepted. Yo Cube, I'm gonna have all the bitches here. You ain't got to lie to kick it. Yo man, fuck the bitches, they ain't call me back. But I just paid my auntie. You ain't got to lie to kick it. Uh-uh. Tell your mama, tell your daddy, tell your auntie. You ain't got to lie to kick it. Tell your cousin, tell your sister, if she want me. You ain't got to lie to kick it. I'ma be as real as I can with this. Uh-huh. Not just a fake analyst on cannabis who only say that the world is scandalous. It would seem that Cube's track was itself inspired by LL Cool J's 1985 track, That's a Lie. Russell Simmons plays a lying character similar to Chris Rock, who LL Cool J calls out for being phony. Knowing Kendrick's familiarity with hip-hop history, it would seem he's consciously inserting himself into this lineage with his own You Ain't Gotta Lie, Mama Said. The song begins with a brief skit over introductory musical material. Kendrick begins saying, study long, study wrong. It's an adage that's been cited in print as far back as 1919, and is typically used when someone is overthinking a decision or action. Here, Kendrick is introducing the song's theme of self-consciousness, that pondering too long about how others perceive you leads to feeling a need to act in accordance to some ill-conceived notion of cool to fit in. The introduction continues with Kendrick telling someone to close the door and references his father, an OG, drinking from a bottle of Hennessy. He then introduces his mother as a voice of knowledge that he'll preach in verse 1. It would seem that Kendrick is in Compton visiting his parents. Before we get into verse 1, there's a few interesting things to address in this introduction. First, the overall tone is similar to the introduction of Snoop Dogg's Gin and Juice. As we listen to this excerpt, Pay close attention to the last line of the intro. Did you hear it? He says, study long, study wrong. Again, knowing Kendrick's knowledge of West Coast hip-hop, particularly Snoop Dogg, who Kendrick has cited multiple times as being his favorite rapper, is likely a conscious nod. Let's play You Ain't Gotta Lie's introduction one more time, listening now for the voice that says I twice. Uh, 
To me, this voice sounds like someone attempting to come in with a verse, but unsure of themselves. Of course, this is only hypothesis, but it would seem to fit the song's theme of self-consciousness. As noted earlier, Kendrick introduces his mother as the voice of knowledge before beginning verse 1. He says, I'ma tell you what my mama had said, she like. Then he begins the verse. I can spot you a mile away, I can see your insecurities written all on your face, so predictable your words, I know what you're gonna say, who you're fooling or you assuming you can just come and hang with the homies, but your level of realness ain't the same, circus acts only attract those that entertain, small talk, we know that it's all talk, we live in the laugh factory every time they mention your name. Back to where the house at Kendrick uses a high vocal inflection to imitate the voice of his mother. He says, I can spot you a mile away. I can see your insecurities written all on your face. So predictable your words, I know what you're going to say. Who you fooling? It's unclear just who Kendrick's mother is speaking to or about. Through anonymity comes universality, as we all know that person who acts like someone they're clearly not. Kendrick's mother notes how their quote, insecurities are written all on your face, providing insight to the real reason people fabricate themselves and attempt to impress. The verse continues, circus acts only attract those that entertain. Small talk, we know that it's all talk. We live in the laugh factory every time they mention your name. Easily detected phoniness often becomes a source of laughter and gag among friends. Kendrick Mother compares this person's act to a circus and cites the laugh factory, a comedy club chain, in reference to the amount of amusement they get from this person's sham. Verse 1 is followed by a brief bridge. Ask where the hoes at to impress me. Ask where the money bags to impress me. Say you got the burning stash to impress me. It's all in your head, home. Ask where the plug get to impress me. Ask where the jug get to impress me. Ask where it's at only upsets me. You sound like the feds on me. You ain't got a lie to kick in my neck. The pre-chorus features a list of charades Kendrick commonly hears from people trying to impress him. They ask Kendrick where the hoes at, where the money bags at, and say they have a burner or a cheap handgun stashed. Kendrick shrugs off these sad attempts at acceptance with his reply, it's all in your head, homie. He follows with another list of charades, asking where the plug or drug connection is at, asking where the jug or illegal money scheme is at. Kendrick cleverly counters with, you sound like the feds, homie implying these would be the same questions law enforcement would ask when interrogating them for criminal activity. Kendrick is clearly not impressed with these meager attempts at cool. What he wants is simple, for everyone to be him or herself. This sentiment is expressed in the song's straightforward feel-good hook. You ain't gotta lie to kick in my neck. You ain't gotta lie. You ain't gotta lie. You ain't gotta lie to kick in my neck. You ain't gotta try so the message of the hook is clear. You ain't gotta lie to kick it. You ain't gotta try so hard. For an artist known for intricate messaging and lyrical coding, the simplicity here is surely calculated. It's a similar technique Kendrick employed in the hook of Complexion we heard two songs back. Complexion. Complexion 
here in Act 4, it seems straightforwardness is a priority for Kendrick. Having embraced his leadership role after his experience in South Africa, Kendrick is providing his community with a series of easily understandable and relatable songs focused on self-acceptance. The hook is followed by a brief verse. And the world don't respect you and the culture don't accept you But you think it's all love And the girls gon' neglect you once your parody is done Reputation can't protect you if you never had one Jealousy Complex Emotional Complex Self-pity Complex Under oath Complex The loudest one in the room, nigga, that's a complex Let me put it back in proper context You ain't gotta lie to kick in my neck Kendrick begins And the world don't respect you And the culture don't accept you But you think it's all love here, Kendrick points out that the acceptance and respect these people seek is actually being hindered by the same fabricated behavior they believe will garner them acceptance and respect. Their false character has no foundation or validity, hence the line, your reputation can't protect you if you never had one. Next, Kendrick implies their behavior is an expression of inferiority complex, rooted in jealousy, sensitivity, and self-pity. An inferiority complex is a term used to describe those who compensate for feelings of inadequacy by acting in ways that they believe will make them appear superior. In other words, they overcompensate for a perceived weakness they consciously or subconsciously see in themselves. The complex was coined by the early 20th century psychologist Alfred Adler. Adler gave a handful of reasons why the complex could manifest among which is social discrimination and limited opportunities due to race and economic status. After numerous discussions of historical oppression and racism against the black community in America, it's hard not to imagine some of them would fall victim to feelings of inferiority that manifest in fabricated behavior. After a repetition of the song's hook and bridge, verse 3 begins. What do you got to offer? Tell me before we offer you. Put you deep in that coffin. Been allergic to talking. Been aversion to bullshit. And sell a dream in the auction. Tell me just who your boss is. Niggas be full gazing. Bitches be full gazing. This is for full gazing. Niggas and bitches who make a bitch with lying babies. Bless them little hearts. You can never persuade me. You can never relate me to him. Kendrick begins the verse What do you got to offer? Tell me before we offer you. Put you deep in that coffin. Been allergic to talking. Been a virgin to bullshit. Kendrick wants to know what people genuinely have to offer inside, and implies that the talking and bullshit, which he has no time or patience for, masks people's true spirit and personality which would positively affect the world if only it were able to flourish. He continues, and sell a dream in the auction, tell me just who your boss is. This line seems to imply that those who sacrifice their dream for money and fame end up constructing their personality and actions to appease their boss, the source of that money and fame. Kendrick then calls these people Fugazi, slang for artificial or fake. He then says these Fugazi people, quote, make habitual lion babies, implying that the fabrication and insecurities are generational. Kendrick here is attempting to put an end to this cycle by calling out their fraudulent attempts at cool and preaching authenticity. He seems open to however that may express itself in an individual, so long as it comes from a place of honesty. Kendrick brings the verse to a close, never veering from his straightforward messaging. You can never relate me to him, to her, or that, or them, or you, the truth, you love, the bin, in the back, in the bed, on the floor, that's your house, on the couch, in the mouth, I'll be out, really don't. See, loud rich niggas got low money, and loud broke niggas got no money. The irony behind it is so funny, and I seen it all this past year, pass on some advice we feel. You ain't got a lot to kick in my nigga.
Kendrick expresses his individuality by saying, you can never relate me to him, to her, or that to them. He follows these lines by showcasing how fakes manipulate the truth, saying, or you, the truth, you love to bend, in the back, in the bed, on the floor, that's your hoe, on the couch, in your mouth, I'll be out, really though. Here, Kendrick is quoting yet another West Coast rapper, Sugar Free, and his 1997 song, Fly for Life, produced by DJ Quick, who we discussed in our analysis of King Kunta. So how your money want my hoe? Cause you can taste her, liquor, sucker, fucker, teaser, pleaser, slapper, tapper, in the back of her, the bed, the flow, that's your hoe, on the couch, in a row, check it out, her gut, her butt, so rough, so tough, mm. Fly for Life shows moments of thematic parallel with Kendrick's You Ain't Gotta Lie. At one point, Sugar Free says, you can't hide from yourself because everywhere you go, there you are. We'll add this to the ever-growing list of calculated thematic coding Kendrick plants throughout to pimp a butterfly. Kendrick concludes the verse by comparing loud rich people with low money to loud broke people with no money. To him, they all sound the same, spiritually bankrupt. Again, it's the loudest one in the room that's compensating for their insecurities. Acquiring the wealth is not enough. They look to perpetually fill a void with praise and envy from those around them. The verse's closing lines, I've seen it all this past year, pass on some advice we feel, alludes to Kendrick's travels around the country and meeting the same type of person falling victim to the same charades. His message to these people is simple. You ain't got a lie to kick it. Conclusions. Truthfully, a song like You Ain't Gotta Lie isn't really made for in-depth analysis. It's crafted for real-time consumption. The aim is that the listener will understand its message after a single hearing. Its simple lyrics and affirming head-nodding beat persuades you as it sticks in your head for hours on end. As a whole though, the song does hold a few things of analytical interest to the narrative to Pippa Butterfly, as well as mirroring aspects of Kendrick's previous album, Good Kid, Mad City. The song's parenthetical title, Mama Said, draws attention to the source of the song's thematic message, which we know from the introduction is Kendrick's mother. Remember, there's a song called Mama and To Pippa Butterfly. There, Kendrick spoke on the teachings of Africa, the motherland. On You Ain't Gotta Lie, he speaks on the teachings of his actual mother. And this isn't the first time we've heard the wisdom of Kendrick's mother. A good kid mad city, it was her and Kendrick's father's voicemail that served as the blueprint of Kendrick's new life. Should I hate them for telling me ball out? Should I hate street credibility? I'm talking about hating on money, power, respect in my will. Or hating the fact none of that shit make me real. Gang, I ain't tripping up from dominoes no more. Just call it. Sorry to hear what happened to your homeboy. But don't learn the hard way like I did, homie. Any nigga can kill a man. That don't make you a real nigga. Real is responsibility. Real is taking care of your motherfucking family. Real is God, nigga. Hope you come back and learn from your mistakes and come back a man. Tell your story to these black and brown kids in country. Let them know you was just like them.
but you still rose from that dark place of violence, becoming a positive person. But when you do make it, give back with your words of encouragement. And that's the best way to give back to your city. And I love you, Kendrick. If I don't hear you knocking on the door, you know why I usually leave the key. Good Kid, Mad City told the story of an adolescent Kendrick, the good kid, caught in the crossfires of Compton, a mad city. The corrupt environment and friends around him exploit Kendrick's youth and his desire to find his place in the world. He gets involved in a house invasion, accidentally smokes a lace joint, gets jumped for visiting a girl across territory lines, and while retaliating, his friend Dave is shot and killed. Kendrick's salvation comes in the parking lot of a Food for Less, when an old woman leads Kendrick in the sinner's prayer, a symbolic gesture of spiritual cleansing and a desire to start anew. The voicemail we just heard is left at the end of Real, a song in which Kendrick preaches realness, addressing the members of his community who look for love and validation from all the wrong things, money, hoes, clothes, and street politics. At the end of each verse, he asks them, what's love got to do with it when you don't love yourself? On the voicemail, Kendrick's father addresses realness, saying anyone can kill a man, but real is responsibility, family, and God. Kendrick's mother asks him to return to Compton and tell the black and brown kids his story of rising from a dark place and becoming a positive person. The voicemail at the end of Real is the end of the album's narrative, and we realize that the Good Kid Mad City album itself was the story Kendrick's mother wanted him to tell. Circling back to You Ain't Gotta Lie and To Pimp a Butterfly, we can begin to draw very convincing, specific parallels between the narratives of Good Kid and Butterfly. Whereas Kendrick's naivety was exploited by the streets on Good Kid, on Butterfly it's exploited by success and celebrity. Good Kid saw redemption through God in a parking lot. On Butterfly, it was at a gas station in South Africa. On Good Kid, the blueprint for Kendrick's new life was laid out through the words of his father and mother who stressed returning to Compton and preaching realness and positivity. On Butterfly, we're witnessing in Act 4 Kendrick doing just that. With Complexion and Now You Ain't Gotta Lie, which is guided directly by his mother's words, Kendrick is preaching self-love and self-acceptance. On the album's next track, I, Kendrick will quite literally return home to Compton to continue this message. We could easily view Real and You Ain't Gotta Lie as two sides of the same coin. Real preaches realness, whereas You Ain't Gotta Lie exposes fakeness, the opposite of real. The message on both songs, on both albums really, is the same. Be yourself, love yourself, and love those around you. I'll say that once more because it's worth repeating. Be yourself, love yourself, and love those around you. This message of self-love and acceptance carries over to the album's next track, I, to Pimpa Butterfly's narrative conclusion which we'll thoroughly examine next time on Dissect. Dissect is written and produced by me. Remember, now until the end of the season, Dissect is holding a fundraiser for the Bicentennial High School Music Program in Compton, California. This was Kendrick Lamar's high school, and he since donated money to the music program in an effort to keep kids off the streets and in the studio. I'd love to show our appreciation for Kendrick and all we've learned from To Pimp a Butterfly by supporting his cause. There's also some great donation perks, including Dissect t-shirts and an awesome Kendrick-inspired hat by Riz Apparel. 
You can make your donation at dissectpodcast.com. I have a goal of raising $1,000. If every listener of the show donated 13 cents, we could meet our goal. If every listener donated just $3, we can raise over $20,000. No donation amount is too small. Also, don't forget I'm looking to feature your voice on the season one finale episode. Record a 30 second audio clip on your phone, sharing your biggest takeaway from Tapipa Butterfly, how it's influenced you, why you think it's important, or really anything you want to say. Don't be shy, your voice is important. Send your clip to dissectpodcast at gmail.com and I'll respond to you personally, letting you know it came through. Again, submit your audio clip to dissectpodcast at gmail.com. Theme music by Bureaucratic. For more, visit bureaucratic.bandcamp.com.